Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. <gasps> oh, great Odin's Raven. The votes are in. In New Hampshire already. Did you not know this? Where have you been all morning? They've already voted up in Vulture's Gap. I'm sorry, Carl. What's that place called? Dixville's Dick, Notch. Dixville Notch, not Vulture's Gap. And all 100% of them voted for Nikki Haley. So as the mainstream media will tell you this morning, she's gaining momentum. You buying that? All six votes. <laughs> the six the six people that live in Dixville Notch have all voted for Nikki Haley. And that could be an indication of the way things are going in New Hampshire, so, or it might not. And odds are, it's not. So <laughs> just so you know that, I've been watching uh, with with some with, uh, comedy this morning as the uh, folks uh, have have started talking to the media as they walk out of the polling places other than Dixville Notch, and you get the impression that every single one of them voted uh, for Donald Trump, right? I, the, you don't have to go very far to figure that out. Uh, that that's who that's who they're telling you. In some cases, they're just telling you that's who they voted for. Listen, I was interested in Nikki Haley as well, but uh, I'm going with the popular vote. When did you rule out Nikki Haley? Uh, probably when it got down to two people. Really? So when it was when the field was larger, she was still very much in your I was watching for her. Yeah, <laughs> I was watching for her, but I didn't vote for her, which is all that really matters there. It's an interesting perspective that yeah. you were a bigger fan of hers when the pool was larger and now you're switching to Trump. Well, no, I think I the what I heard there was when there when it was a three person race, she was she was potentially uh, a Ron DeSantis person. Uh, but when Ron DeSantis dropped out, she's not voting for Nikki Haley. That's what I heard. So my suspicion is that that's what's going on across New Hampshire. Uh, and I think the voting ends up there at like 8 o'clock tonight Eastern, at, which is what we were told earlier by Tanya J. Powers. And you'll start probably getting results by uh, 7.02 Central, if I had to guess, tonight. You'll, you'll have a pretty good idea where things stand. Last real clear averages polling I saw as an average of all the polls taken, Trump's got an 18-point lead in New Hampshire. And if that holds, uh, this thing's over. It's 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 all uh, over. Anyway, let's get to the top stories, Carl, please. The Mark Cox Shortlist. Not to make light of it, because it is a very dangerous situation. I mean, you have, you have that truck sliding uncontrollably, but I, I will tell you that a lot of 
a lot of the outcome is directly due to the the abilities of that driver to re- Yep, that's uh, the chief down in the Rock Community Fire Protection District. Everybody's seen the video at this point of the fire truck spinning down the street down in Arnold. And uh, boy, that driver did a fantastic job avoiding hitting anybody or any houses. Do you think Biden will drop out? Personally, mm-hmm. I think so. Okay. I think so. Well, how about that? Uh, that is, of course, uh, Donald Trump. He thinks Joe Biden won't even be in this race by the time it's over with, but they didn't follow up and ask him who he thought would take his place. Would you consider running independently? I've always said I'm not going to do that. I mean, I am a Republican. I'm running in a Republican primary, and I'm going to win in a Republican primary. Wow. How about that? Uh, She says, hey, don't even ask me about anything else. I have no interest in it, and uh, I'm I'm not going anywhere. I think abortion should be unrestrictive. And I think when somebody finds out in pregnancy, when or how far along that they are when someone finds out, they should be able to get an abortion if they want to. And for some people, that is full term. Uh, yes, there are sick and twisted people in the world, and occasionally they allow themselves to be recorded at that particular moment uh, in their lives. There there was a hearing. That was a student in Wisconsin in front of the Wisconsin legislature up there uh, where they are discussing, I guess, uh, some abortion restriction. She's a nursing student, right, and said that she wouldn't live in a state where abortion was not allowed up until full term. Viability. We're not even having a conversation here about when the heart starts beating or when they can feel pain, mm-hmm. we're talking about a child that otherwise could be born healthy and live a full life. And this sick individual thinks that you should be able to go in and end that life just for the convenience of the mother. Anyone who supports something so disgusting and tragic should have to watch an abortion firsthand and then see if they still feel that way. I, and I go back to the argument that you should not be sad. If you have, if you get pregnant and you have a miscarriage, even if you're full term, you shouldn't be, you've no right to be sad, right? Because if it's not a life, then then what what difference does it make? I mean, that's, that's the twisted mindset. This, I see these liberals who are so sad when someone has a miscarriage, and it is devastating when someone has a miscarriage. But if you don't care about that life, wh- why does that life only matter when someone wants the baby? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, I hear you. Um, sometimes when I hear something like this, I think to myself, this is, this is just a young person who hasn't lived life and they just don't get it. She's a student. She's, this was on libs of TikTok. In case you're wondering, you'll probably see it floating around out there today. A Wisconsin student uh, who says she will not live and work her career in Wisconsin if abortion is not available up until the day of birth. The thing is, and I agree, there's a lot of these younger people who are really active in this, you know, whole pro-choice movement or whatever you want to call it. But I know plenty of people who are older who are, are who gung the same ho way. on. Absolutely. Unbelievable. It, it's that it, you ought to have to go get a mental health evaluation. Listen to the full bite uh, from this girl. She because she goes on beyond that point. I think abortion should be unrestrictive. And. I think when somebody finds out in pregnancy, when or how far along that they are when someone finds out, they should be able to get an abortion if they want to. And for some people, that is full term. 
if I can't get abortion training here, if I can't perform abortions in my career, I will not stay in Wisconsin. And a lot of my colleagues who are on the same track agree. All right, thank you. That'll do nothing to help our shortages. So they're worried about medical shortages in Wisconsin. Uh, clearly, that was the point of the hearing was to somehow make the political point that if we change our abortion laws at all, we're going to be running off and having more shortages of healthcare professionals. Abortion is not health care, just for the record. Um, it is not women's reproductive health care. Murder is not health care. If you're murdering somebody, you're not helping with their health at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I can't I, I can't get myself past that when I when I hear silliness uh, like that. Yeah. And that's from a girl that's going to be a medical professional in this country. Yeah, it is so sad. I mean, people who compare a miscarriage or an ectopic pregnancy to, to an abortion are oh. just so uneducated on the whole what what that even looks like and, and how that uh, it's just it's it's really hard to listen to because you just you just I, I, I tighten up when I listen to it. I'm with you. Uh, coming up here in just a couple of minutes, uh, the the Republican National Committee has a big stake in what happens in New Hampshire today, and then South Carolina, and then Super Tuesday. A lot of us believe this is already over. Uh, But uh, the charade continues in New Hampshire today with uh, Nikki Haley still in the race. We're going to talk to the folks from the RNC, see what they think is going on up there and in this race and how fundraising numbers are looking when we come back. Stay tuned. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. I'm running to win this race. And as much as everybody wants to talk about what I'm going to do, at some point y'all are going to realize that I won this race and you're going to have to accept when I say I told you so. It is slow he wins the race. I've done this the entire time. We're going to finish it. I don't want anything else. I don't want anything else. I'm running to be president. I'm not going to pull out because somebody wants to be coronated. I'm not going to pull out because they think that I shouldn't be there. The political class has never thought I should be here. In South Carolina, in Congress, at the U.N., no one has ever thought I should be here. And that's exactly why I should be here, because I'm fighting for normal people. 
Uh, there it is, her closing argument up in New Hampshire for Nikki Haley. And uh, in, in Dixville Notch, at least, uh, people bought it. I don't know if they're going to buy it at the end of the day or not. We have Emma Vaughn on the phone, a deputy comms director uh, for the RNC. And uh, Emma, how are you? I'm great, thanks. How are you guys doing today? I'm, I'm doing great. We're wishing the best for Madison, who we understand may be welcoming a new addition today, huh? Yes, super exciting. It's a busy day here at the RNC with Madison, obviously the New Hampshire primary. It's all all great things. We're 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 super happy. It's an exciting time of year. Oh boy. So so give me your take on New Hampshire. I mean, obviously from the party's perspective, this is still an active primary, even though a lot of the polls indicate that it it's close to being over unless Nikki Haley has a really good showing today. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're exactly right. The the RNC we we remain neutral. We don't we know voters don't want, you know, folks in D.C. deciding who their nominee is, and that's exactly the role we've been playing. Um, but, you know, the field is narrowing down, uh, largely in part to the RNC's primary process. We had a lot of successful debates at the tail end of last year, and, you know, it's ever, it's all looking towards New Hampshire. It's kind of what we do every four or eight years with Iowa and New Hampshire. This year's a little different. Nevada's going before South Carolina. Um, but yeah, we're super excited to see the results tonight, and, and and to have you know sooner rather than later an eventual nominee. Yeah, you know, I know that probably the RNC doesn't get to dictate this, but these different states, the way they run their primaries differently, particularly the ones that have an open primary. Um, you know, a lot of conservatives I've talked to have concerns about that because you can have a vote influenced by people who come in the day of and decide they're going to vote for somebody in the other party. Is that, is that on the radar of the RNC at all? It definitely is. There's a handful of states, obviously New Hampshire is one of them, um, where primaries are open. And it really does have um, to do with how states really operate, whether what their state laws are. In certain states, there's not automatic um, like party registration. You don't have to when you register to vote. You don't have to choose a party, um, and that's what we. That's when it leads to an open primary, like we have in New Hampshire. Um, I think it really is up just to state legislators and, and governors and how they want to run their process. And you know, that's what makes our country so great. Each state gets to decide how they want to have their own elections. Um, and it's interesting to see, you know. As, as it changes over time, if New Hampshire will continue to be an open primary. I bet it will, just because, you know, it's the first in the nation primary. They take a lot of pride in that. Um, and, and we'll see how that impacts, if or how that impacts tonight's results. Emma, this is Kim. I, I think with that being in place, like in New Hampshire, for example, it's hard to get a, a true gauge of what the support would look like in November, because I think you have a lot of people in Iowa and New Hampshire who voted as a Republican simply to vote against Donald Trump, and they're choosing, in this case, Nikki. Right. I mean, it it will it will I guess we'll see how this impacts in November. Obviously, Trump won 98 of the 99 counties in Iowa. Um, polls are indicating uh, another large margin of victory for him tonight. Um, but we'll see what I think is very interesting. Historic, like if you put it in historical context, no, no other than an incumbent, no Republican has ever won both Iowa and New Hampshire. Um, since the Iowa caucus has become what they have back in the 1970s. So it will be a pretty resounding victory for the for former President Trump if he does go back to back, having not not being a true incumbent right now. Yeah. 
Yeah. So uh, we we've got to Emma Vaughn with us from the RNC. Let let's talk then about uh, moving forward here. It, when do when do I I think Donald Trump's focused a bit on Joe Biden. He talks about Joe Biden a lot. The other candidates mm-hmm. have only talked about Donald Trump at this point. Uh, wh- how's the RNC set up for 2024? Do you feel better about where you are than we were in 2020 in terms of the the ground game? Yeah. So the RNC has been while this primary has been going on, we've been focused on beating Biden day in and day out since, you know, since 2020. We launched this Bank Your Vote initiative back um, almost a year ago now, where we're encouraging folks, you know, to to go to bankyourvote.com to learn how to vote early or vote absentee, depending on where where it is in your state, where where it's legal and, and what the rules are. You know, Democrats, we saw in 2020, under the guise of COVID, a lot of these state laws and legislatures circumvented the laws that were already on the books to, to get early voting and absentee ballots out there. So now the Republicans, we are laying infrastructure now. We already have been, like I said, we launched this last year to make sure that our Republican voters and know how to vote early and, and how to request an absentee ballot. We have websites, like I said, bankyourvote.com um, to make sure that, you know, we can be Democrats at their own game, even in ballot and ballot harvesting where illegal We've also established a permanent election integrity department that is defending good Republican laws on the books and, and going on offense and, and trying to, to hold Democrats accountable for their faulty election laws in the courts. I think right now, as of last night, we were, we've engaged in over 67 or 76 lawsuits in 22 states around the country. Okay. So like, I, which, which is great. You know, our primary voters are focused on the primary right now, but like we're day in and day out focus on beating Biden. Glad to hear that. Emma Vaughn, uh, thank you, and our best to uh, Madison uh, Gilbert this morning, please. Yes, thank you. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> All right, take care of yourself. Appreciate that. Uh, boy, I hope she's right. I hope that they're focusing on that ground game. You know, if we voted on paper ballots the same day and counted them that day, we wouldn't have to worry about that. But that's something we need to work on state by state, isn't it? Uh, coming up, uh, we're going to talk to my friend James Hawkins from Golden Oak Lending about these crazy interest rates. We're going to be back in just a minute. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So one of the stories you'll be hearing more about today, uh, the Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft is going to hold a news conference this morning. Uh, right here in, uh, in, in, he'll hold it in Jeff City at 10 a.m., to discuss the audit from the state auditor's office, Scott Fitzpatrick. Um, and there were criticisms in there, among other things, that that Secretary of State should not have withdrawn Missouri from this ERIC system, the Electronic Registration Information Center. We've had the secretary on to, to explain his reasons for doing that. Uh, it's weird here because you got, you know, one Republican, uh, Scott Fitzpatrick, auditing the office of another Republican and being pretty critical and suggesting that not being in this Eric system will not prevent 
proper vetting of votes. That is making sure there aren't dead people on voter rolls and all that. Anyway, uh, Secretary of State Ashcroft is going to address all of this this morning at about 10 o'clock. So I'm sure a little bit later in the day you'll be hearing uh, more about that and and um, the secretary's reaction to the audit. I don't know if there's anything more to it than that or not. Uh, hey, Kim, I don't know if you heard this last night. And I ask uh, Kim St. Ange this question because she is so much more media savvy uh, than I am. Am I? Well, Social media savvy. Let, let me let me rephrase that. You are so much more social media savvy than I am. Generational thing, I'm sure, right? Uh, anyway, it, it, cat turd. Have you heard of cat turd? Not, not until today. Not what you find in the litter box. That's not what I'm talking about. But if you're on X at all, you are familiar with cat turd. One word. C-A-T-T-U-R-D, right? And you're thinking to yourself, why in the world... Is Cox on the radio talking about cat turds? Technically, it's cat turd two. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I've followed cat turd for a long time because it is a hilarious site on Twitter. And uh, they take everybody to task for, uh, he takes everybody to task for everything, L- largely uh, Democrats, but he does take a lot of people to task uh, for a lot of different things. Apparently, he made a joke recently uh, regarding Ukraine and Adam Kinzinger. Yes, the Adam Kinzinger of Liz Cheney fame threatened him, said, if you if you want to meet up in person somewhere, I'll make you realize why posting that was a bad idea. Well, apparently nobody had ever really seen Cat Turd. Uh, he's not exactly a shrinking violet, and he went on the Tucker Carlson show yesterday, and a lot of people were were meeting him for the first time. Uh, this was his explanation of what happened with Adam Kinzinger. Uh, here's Tucker. <laughs> in, like, at the point that Adam Kinzinger starts replying to you and threatening your life. Oh, yeah. By the way, that would be quite a slap fight. I, do you feel confident you win? I don't know. You know, it's... I'm, He's scary. (laughs) I want to see eye to eye with him, so I'm going to go get a a Home Depot five-gallon bucket and see if he can stand on it. He's a big guy. But when Adam Kinzinger himself, he's got got Ukraine to defend. Oh, yeah. He's super busy um, transitioning or whatever he's doing. Um, When he takes time to attack you and threaten to beat you up or scratch you, yeah, like and that wasn't my meme. I just said, I think I said, I shouldn't be laughing at this, but it's funny. Yeah, and then, um, and then it made it worse. You know, once he does that, that he he don't understand how the internet works. Now they got his face on it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Now, now all the time you see that meme, it's his face on. It. Yeah, it was funny to listen to this guy. He 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 has achieved internet fame from being a just a regular old citizen to now being able to profit off of his. This page that he's created, he does a podcast. Um, he This is the first video interview he's done. But he said that for the first time in his adult life, he's 59 years old, he went out last week and was able to buy a brand new pickup truck because of the money he's generating off of this cat turd page. That has 2.2 million followers, by the yeah. way, on X. Like I said, I'd never heard of him until this morning. And it's just funny seeing that some of the things that he 
post about. But if you listen to the Tucker Carlson interview, because I was this morning after you brought this up, he's Mm. like, yeah, I'm not going to use my name for my privacy. And Tucker's like, I don't even think I know your name. I just know you as Cat Turd. Cat Turd. <laughs> but then, of course, I tell Carl that, and he's like, this is his name. I mean, because, of course, Philip. yeah, people are going to recognize him and be like, oh, I went to school with that guy. Here's yeah. his name. Yeah. So he wears, like, sunglasses and has a hat on for this Tucker Carlson interview, mm. thinking he's all incognito. But the guy's funny. Uh, yeah. Speaking of which, remember Dylan Mulvaney? He, cause How Tucker can I forget was, Dylan Mulvaney? Tucker was joking about uh, transitioning uh, for, for Adam Kinzinger. I don't know why he's making that joke actually um there's a swimsuit maker that might have just become the new anheuser-busch did you see this moana have you heard of swimsuit maker moana no i think i heard it's an australian brand oh okay uh swimwear company moana facing a backlash after featuring a man in an ad for its line of women's bikinis now looking at the picture here um, something is hidden very well if indeed that is a man. So maybe they put that little extra piece of material down there. You think they're better at tucking than targets? Um, I don't know. Um, why can't men be men? Um, why why theory. do these swimsuit companies think that me as a woman wants to look at a dude in a bathing suit and be like, yes, that is, the flat-chested man with the bulge, that is an idea of how I would look in that swimsuit. <laughs> Thank you for that image. I, I don't know. I don't know why you would think that that would attract you to wanting to. Maybe you would look at it and say, I would look so much better in that bikini than a man. Maybe that's it. You Build think? our confidence up. Yeah, I think that could be it. It's it's about inclusiveness and, mm-hmm. and empowering our brand, according to Moana. My guess is Moana's bathing suits might have just become the next Bud Light. Good. Don't you think? I love when these companies have to deal with the consequences of just going oh, woke like this. Man, we'll see what happens. If it's from Australia, maybe not. But if it's a popular brand over here, even though you've never heard of it, my guess is uh, they've just lost a bunch of customers. Although I could be I could be wrong about that. I doubt it, though. I really doubt it. All right, coming up, uh, my friends, uh, James Hawkins, Sean Curtis, going to come in studio and educate you a little bit on interest rates. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. Uh, we got our friends uh, uh, James Hawkins and Sean Curtis in studio right now from Golden Oak Lending. And uh, James, I don't know, I think maybe the last time I saw you, we were talking about bourbon collections, weren't we? <laughs> Indeed we were. Weren't we? I think so. Yeah, you sent me a picture. I think maybe it was a neighbor, and I was... Uh, I'm like, you got to get me an invitation to this guy's and house. And that was right after we were playing poker. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. So I saw James at the Big Dog Poker Tournament for our friend Bo Matthews holds that every year, and mm-hmm. uh, what a great event. Absolutely. Raises a lot of good money and good stuff. So it's good to see you both in here this morning. You know, I, obviously people focus on interest rates, and that's sort of your business these days. What's going on in the market? Well, you know, I think what everybody's asking is winter rates going to come down, right? Isn't yeah. that what everybody's thinking? Because if you look back at 2022, interest rates started the year at 3% and ended the year at 7%. That was unprecedented. We've never seen rates rise that fast. And I think everybody's waiting for, well, when are they going to drop that fast? They're coming right back down, right? But that's just not the case. So um, what we do is we're constantly tracking the market and looking to see, you know, what, what indicators there are out there. But really with the Fed, what they're doing, they're, they are talking now we've hit a peak and they're going to start cutting rates at some point, but it's not going to be as fast as it was before. Rates are coming down. Good. 
which is good, but they're not going to come down as fast as they did. We are down about one and a quarter points since uh, October, so that's good. That's good. So we're, we're past the peak. We know that we're, we're in a good place. We've got rates in the fives now. So, um, you know, we're looking at probably somewhere about three-quarters of a point drop over the next 12 months. Oh, so okay. it's really, it's, we're in a good spot, but we're just, it's a gradual drop. That's true. So you're talking then maybe we could see rates in the high fours by the end of the year? Absolutely. That's Absolutely. fantastic. Yeah. But the other point of it is, is that there's no use in waiting. If you're saying, hey, I'm going to wait until rates get back in the threes, you could be talking about two, three years down the road. So wow. um, the, the fact that we've seen the peak hit and now we've come down and we're going to see little float downs in the future. But now's a really good time to, to take a look at saving money. Absolutely. And, and Sean, I know we talked about this before, but I mean, some of the horror stories I've heard of people with credit card debt of eight, ten. Fifteen, twenty thousand dollars. What kind of interest rates are they paying? Well, I think the average credit card rate on if you just do just your general online research says between twenty five and thirty oh, percent wow. APR. And to that point, a little bit of credit card debt seems innocent. If you think about the average person that maybe has fifteen thousand in credit card debt, just the monthly interest on that is about three hundred bucks a month. And if you're using that credit card and you put another three hundred dollars a month on it. You need $600 a month just to keep the balance from going up. And as over time, credit cards are kind of designed to be a lifetime installment loan. Once that balance gets past a certain point, it takes a huge leap financially to start really whittling that balance down. And it just gets people conditioned over time. I use it and I just make the minimum payment and I just make the minimum payment. I get responsible and I throw an extra five hundred or a thousand at it, and the balance just doesn't budge. Right, it's just right there. Yeah, and, and pe- that, pe- that's the frustrating part for people. And people find themselves in that situation, maybe because of the economy or a whole variety of reasons. Whatever it is, you you got and you people have heard you talking about this on this radio station, James, because I hear mm-hmm. your commercials all the time. Um, there, if you're if you're a homeowner, you're sitting on equity that could alleviate that problem, right? Oh, there's tons of equity. I mean, we saw as much as 20 percent appreciation two years in a row during COVID um, because of the demand for housing. So the the equity's there. There's no doubt about that. What people have to think about is what their overall blended rate is. So if you've got a, a, most homeowners right now have a rate that's lower. Than the, than the market rates in the fives. Right. So they might be at three and a half, four percent and they're thinking, well, I don't want to touch that. But they're paying 25 to 30 percent on their credit cards. Their actual blended rate might be six, six and a half, seven percent overall that they're spending. So that's how we can take all of their debt, blend it into one lower rate and lower their monthly payment. Even though their mortgage rate might go up a little bit uh, from, from where it was, their overall spending rate goes down. And that's just sensible to, to get your spending rate down. Yeah, people hear me say that you guys are saving people, I don't know, $1,000 a month, $1,100 a month on average. Every if that's day. The, if that's the average, what are some of the bigger numbers? Oh, oh we see two, three thousand. Two, two three thousand dollars wow. depending on their situation, depending on how long they've been in their mortgage, depending on what their overall financial picture looks like. And, you know, people have different circumstances for different reasons. And when we talk to people every day, you know, our generation, like let's say that 35 to 50-something-year-old generation, we've never felt wealthier. Our homes are worth more than they've ever been worth. We all look them up online, and my home's worth this much, and I feel great about that. 
I look at my retirement account, my 401k, and I've never felt wealthier. I feel good about that, but I can't spend it. And my monthly cash flow is taking it on the chin because yeah. I'm still living this certain lifestyle. I'm servicing this debt. And when in reality, there are smarter ways to spend that money, free up cash flow, improve your overall situation. And that's really what we do. Yeah. I mean, if you've got that opportunity, hopefully people are calling you guys and just asking because you. I think what you told me the other day was, listen, even if you're in a weird situation where we can't help, we can at least give you good advice. Oh, yeah. I mean, we work, and I think you even said it this morning, where we work as loan consultants yeah. or counselors. Um, we're in it for the long term. We've been in the St. Louis community since 2001. We're going to be here forever. We want you to think of mortgages and think of Golden Oak. It's the same. So when you call us, we're not trying to make a quick buck off you. We want to see if we can help you. And if we can't help you today, we'll coach you through on how to do a loan in three months or six months or even a year down the road because we know you'll come back to us or you'll refer people to us. I mean, right now we're doing 60 70% of our business is repeat customers. Mm. Oh, wow. I think people just don't realize there are options. You talk about blending them together, right? And it saves people a bunch of money. People don't even realize that's an option. So I think that speaks to the importance of telling people, hey, did you know you can do this? This is one of the ways you can save money. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Common sense. Most people think I only refinance or I only do this when the rate is below yep. my current rate. And that makes sense Mm -hmm. in a lot of cases. But for not everyone, there are other options. When people have other financial circumstances, it it still makes sense to take today's market rate. Your mortgage is usually only as relevant as your life circumstances. Mm -hmm. And it's it's good to have a professional review that with you. Yep. Five six seven gold three one four five six seven gold the phone number goldenoaklending.com you can go on there and find out all the information you can even apply online, right, For uh, to get started. Absolutely. It's free. Free to yep. call. Free to check it out. Call. Uh, get, get some help if you find yourself in that situation. Uh, James, Sean, we appreciate seeing you guys. Thanks for having us. Thanks Thank for your you. support. Uh, we do appreciate that. That's going to do it for us. Uh, the Kill Me shows up next. He's going to have the latest on the New Hampshire primary, and we will have full results for you tomorrow morning starting at 5 a.m. We'll see you then. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.